The following podcast contains spoilers. Yes, we're talking spoilers, folks. So, listeners, you've been warned. If you don't want anything ruined about the newest movies that have just recently come out, then maybe wait until you've seen it, then come back. That being said, enjoy the show. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, and he says, <laughs> catch these, just like last. Look out, here comes Spider-Man. Boom. Welcome to episode six with Chris and James. What's up, Armchair guys? Armchair Reviews. Armchair Reviews, episode six. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> All right, well, uh, welcome. Should we, uh, welcome, yeah. Should we Should we get right into it this week? I think we should get right into it this week. Because I'm excited. You know I'm excited if you, if you guys are. This is very, very excited. So excited. So excited. Guys, I have a, I have a fucking full-on giant poster in my living room of this character. He's a personal favorite of mine growing up. I thought you were going to say hard on. Well, <laughs> it's there. Yeah. I, I, I think that was... It's not noticeable didn't for you? anyone this one. <laughs> That's a small dick joke. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I'm a did. big fan, big fan of this character. I'm gonna build him up a little bit. Ever ever since I was a wee lad, you know, I grew up with the cartoon. The, had a couple of comic books. Um, didn't have too many comic books available when I was growing up. Actually, my parents wouldn't buy any for me. I, I bought video games instead. And uh, but I was I loved the lore of the character. He's my one of my two favorite superheroes or heroes, whatever you want to get into. It's Spider Man, folks. Spider-Man Homecoming. Peter Parker. Peter Parker the third. <laughs> the third, yeah, <laughs> the third. That's right. This is our third crack, or Sony's third crack at uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man in, fuck, 17, 15 years. Yep. It's yeah. been a long time, I feel like, since the Tobey Maguire fuck. Spider-Man. Back in the day. But that, you know what? Boring. We couldn't get to here. Without going there first. Yeah. And that really yeah. introduced us to how superhero movies were supposed to be. At least the first two. Because, I mean, you look at Tobey Maguire, he got shredded. It was, say what you want about Tobey Maguire's character. He got fucking shredded after the, that bite scene. Takes off his shirt and he's like, hello there. Just ripped. <laughs> I, but I still, every time I think about Tobey Maguire, I just think of a horse jockey. <laughs> what is, what's that? Sea biscuit? Sea biscuit, yeah. Biscuit. That's all I can think of. So I'm like, this isn't Spider Man. He's, he's the he's first Spider Man to horses me. right now. I think of, when I think of Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, I think of him making like some ridiculous, silly faces while he's in extreme pain. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the train scene in Spider Man 2. Like he's, yeah. he's trying to stop it, his arms <laughs> yeah, outstretched, yeah, yeah. and he's got like, ah! <laughs> his teeth are clenched, and he just looks like he's going to shit his pants. Yeah, he's going to take a poop. God. That movie, though... Number two. That was my favorite Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2. Not the amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. The, the original, the original OG. Spider-Man 2. Is it still your favorite Spider-Man movie, Chris? Well, let me answer that after at the end of this. Because... Uh, it's uh, It's up there. I'm not going to lie. It's up there. I'm, it's refreshing. Now, we've seen Spider-Man through Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, all directed by Sam Raimi and had Tobey Maguire in it, Christian Dunst, and Mary Jane Watson. Then there's a bit of a layoff. They wanted to do um, a follow-up, Spider-Man 4, but things kind of fell apart. Um, they actually wanted, uh, what's his face, um, John Malkovich to play the Vulture and be the villain in Spider-Man 4. Hmm. That fell apart, which which actually would have been worked pretty well, I think, um, because John Malkovich, he looks exactly like the comic book counterpart of how Adrian Toomes is supposed to be, the bad guy, the Vulture. 
that fell apart, and we eventually had to settle with Andrew Garfield um, as Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And do you remember what year that was in? Oh eight, oh seven, around there, I think. No, it was much later than that. Later? Yes. Because I think uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out in 2014. So the Amazing Spider-Man, I think, came out in 2012. That sounds about right. I don't know. Yeah. But, oh, fuck. Andrew Garfield. Shit. <laughs> Throwing up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> oh, God. God damn. Just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they went in a weird direction with him. He, I, I liked his Spider-Man. He was a cocky little prick, yeah. and I liked that. His Peter Parker, he was way too cool. Yeah. Way too nifty and skateboarding like, about. I feel like with Tony McGuire, he's kind of a little bitch. Well, I mean, that's essentially what he's kind of supposed to be. I, early, early, early years. on. Yeah. yeah, like when he's just finding out. Yeah. He's still figuring himself out. Because he's kind of really, not super I mean, confident. Or... Peter Parker, he's a stud. He cleans up in the comics. Like, yeah, yeah, he has a whole like <laughs> harem of, of women <laughs> that he ends up dating, and they're all like super mega babes. Yeah. Um, but but Andrew totally Garfield, he was way too too hip. He was way too cool. He was way too cool for Peter Parker. Yeah, he's from Facebook, man. He's the right hand <laughs> man. Eduardo. Eduardo. It? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I can kind of respect what they're trying to do, but they just Amazing Spider Man two came along and they just screwed the fucking pooch. And guess what? That's a that's a favorite of Tony Stark's in this movie. He says that multiple times yeah. in Homecoming. <laughs> but they screwed the pooch with Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's a prime example of doing, trying to do too much for future installments and forgetting about what you're doing currently. Yeah. They tried to set up Way this whole Sinister Six, and, and Sony was getting ahead of themselves with, with the bad guys and all these origins and stupid fucking plot details with regards to Peter Parker's parents. No one gives a shit. They're dead. Yeah, I mean, oh, he has a secret underground tunnel that's activated by secret coins in a calculator. Dumb. <laughs> no one cares. Fuck off. Yeah, it wasn't good. I didn't like. I didn't like the Amazing Spider-Man series. Like, I mean, if you want to call it a series between those two movies, I didn't really enjoy them a whole lot. Um, yeah, the first one was okay. I, I mean, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Yeah, like I wasn't. I'd go, I'm, I, not, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it again. You know what I mean? I'd sooner watch that one than Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's oh, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a dumb sure. iteration yeah. of Green Goblin and Rhino. Like, Paul Giamatti is a ridiculous Rhino. <laughs> and it's just He's a ridiculous everything. Everything in that. Uh, <laughs> what a pile of trash. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about those movies. Nope. We're here to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Played by Tom Holland. He uh, He was first introduced to us. Uh, last March, I want to say, Civil War. Uh, with yeah, Captain America: Civil War. That's right. And he kind of stole the show when he when he showed up. As soon as you see that, the, um, they did headlines for every time uh, they changed location in that movie. As soon as Queens pops up, every fanboy in the theater or watching the movie just just had a huge boner because they're like, "Fuck <laughs> yes, it's yeah. happening!" So excited, much yeah. excited. You see him walk in, he's like, Aunt May, oh shit, it's it's Peter Parker. Yeah. And, and he's talking to Tony Stark, and he really has a nice moment with him, and you know, he shows up in the, in the airplane, the now iconic airplane fight scene with all the Avengers. Awesome. And uh, this movie pretty much picks up right from there. I really, I really like that, how they did that. How his little home video kind of introduces, <laughs> like, he's making the home video with Happy, and yeah. he's like his little babysitter, it's essentially. A fun, it's a fun way to start the movie. Hmm. 
especially because you know not everyone has seen civil war and so like you pop in and you're kind of wondering how like say someone who's not familiar with with the avengers and whatnot kind of explains how and why spider-man is related to the avengers a little bit yeah yeah um it also it definitely helps for, I mean, if you've for seen part-time movies. fans yeah yeah that's what it helps if you if you've seen this and you've been up to date on all these movies hate them or love them but before we get that i think that's post marvel credits but we get a sony introduction as well they, they kind of split it up into two it introduces us to the character the villain right off the bat yes so you get some of them, his motivations right off the bat and i oh boy Michael motherfucking Keaton. Keaton. He's he's, he's really awesome. good. Yeah, he's really he, good in this he movie. He does a really good job. He he has he's not just a crazy person for the sake of being crazy. He doesn't lose his mind. He he's he's pretty calculated. He, I think so. He's other than one kind well. of blunder when he when he dispatches one of his henchmen, which we'll get back to. <laughs> that's hilarious. It, it's pretty funny. That's kind of like comic relief. Almost. A little bit as after like a shocking kind of like oh shit that just happened. Yeah. Fuck, I thought this was PG. <laughs> but, yeah, anyhow, <laughs> he does a good job. He's motivated. Yeah, it, it centers on him. He, he's he got a contract with the city of New York to clean up. Um, it's kind of a flashback that you have to kind of piece together. Uh, cleaning up New York after the events of the Avengers. Now, this is one of my only beefs in this movie is the timeline is kind of all funky. Um, Avengers, it, the movie it came out in 2012, so you, you're led to believe it happens around there. Um, but then it kind of skips forward. Either way, he he gets that contract pulled on him from the Department of Damage Control, which is again straight out of the comics. They were interested in a new faction of these people who are um, who are there to clean up the mess of all the damage that the Avengers or supervillains, superheroes, um, probably probably part of the Sokovia Accords, which in the comics is the uh, the Superhero Registration Act, which yeah. is a big topic of discussion or the the main plot point in Civil War, uh, the comics and uh, movies. Yeah, I don't know. Like after that Sony uh, introduction with Michael Keating's character, I don't know if there's kind of like a flash forward because it's not like right after when they like show up in like Peter's school. You know what I mean? Because no, because they jump forward again with his timeline. Yeah, it says eight years later. It does and say he, eight years And he's later. like, uh, he saved up all this equipment that yeah. he's having able, able to salvage instead of giving back. He's just kind of kept it for himself and his crew. Yeah. And it shows him well, he's, part, he's part of when their contract is revoked. They're supposed to turn over everything that they have, or else blah blah blah, right? And then his he's like, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, his like right hand man, kind of the tinkerer, tinkerer. We're gonna refer to him as. He grabs a piece of whatever. It's like a battery, like a yeah, nuclear power well, cell. Yeah, it's like the, the power source, yeah. whatever kind of power source is. He steals that, and then they go back to their warehouse or whatever, and they're kind of humming and hawing about. You know, losing a contract. Should we keep it? Should we give it back? Yeah. Then one of the henchmen goes, oh, we got a truck full of this shit. Boom. (laughs) They got an idea. No problem. Yeah, great. Boom, we're keeping it. Fuck the city. Fast forward, it says eight years later. (laughs) You see him, he's he's already built his vulture suit. He's flying around. He's collecting more junk. And that's where we we leave off. And it brings us to Peter in, in, in regular day times. And then we get the awesome Marvel credits come in. It plays over the, the updated Spider-Man theme, theme song, song, which was yeah. fucking awesome. It was cool. I really like that, and it kicks off our, our plot. And it's just Peter Parker, you know. He's just trying to trying to live his day. Do Peter you know, stuff. He, he's wanting to do get a, get a mission from Happy and Tony. He wants to be part of the team, <laughs> but they're they're hit their whole thing is now stick be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Stick to the local yeah. stuff. Do build the very, your skills. Very small stuff. 
you're still a kid, mature a little bit, learn how to control your skills, yeah. essentially. Grow up. And he unwittingly comes across, like, all the shit that starts hitting the fan, like the a robbery with this alien tech mixed with human tech, and he kind of just stumbles upon it, and that's when it becomes his mission to kind of figure stop these out. guys to figure it out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, so, it's so good. Like, the director, John Watts, I think he does a good job of this movie because he, he had such such a good understanding and, and a good influence of what he wanted to build this around. He wanted this movie to be a, a coming-of-age story, and he, he used a lot of 80s <laughs> references. references of, <laughs> like, they blatantly reference Ferris Bueller when he's running through the, yeah. the suburbs and stuff. Which, by the way, what a dick move. <laughs> he's destroying so much property. <laughs> like roofing, yeah, just fences, fences yeah. swimming pools, bricks, schools, and barbecues. barbecues <laughs> pretty much anything. Anything. Because he's, cause he's, there's nothing to spurn the swing on, so he's yeah, just so jumping he's just, around. Yeah, destroying shit. Not necessarily, not, definitely not on purpose. Not on purpose. But it's but just it, funny how it happens. There's mm-hmm. a lot of destruction that happens. But you do get that feel and, and where the... the um, the director was kind of coming from used as as uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, I want to say influence. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of influence from uh, from those movies, like from like the, the Breakfast Club, the Sixteen Candles, uh, obviously Ferris Bueller that was a big one, and and especially Ferris Bueller. I mean, he skips classes. He says, "Fuck this, this is bigger than that." And he <laughs> yeah. just ditches. He just pieces out. He gets in a lot of in a lot of shit for that. Yeah. But he's a bright kid. He's on like he's, this cap on TV. Yeah, stuff. He's like the smartest kid in school. And it also leads to my next point where they do this really well in this movie. I think they hammer it home quite a bit where he's trying to fight or and balance, yeah, balance Peter Parker balance good. and and Spider-Man. They 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 tried it. They actually did that quite well in Spider-Man 2. On Tobey Maguire how it like how he actually had stress trying to balance his life. He was flunking his university because yeah. he was losing a power from fuck's sake. But they do that here because this is a teenager. They, they, in, in the movie, he's 15. Yeah. He doesn't know, like, how he's supposed to balance this responsibility. As you know, with great power... Comes great responsibility. It comes, comes a lot of fuck-ups. <laughs> a lot yeah. of fuck-ups happen. And he has to kind of carry that on his shoulders. You see that in scenes where, you know, he's trying to... He wants to go to the pool party. He wants to show up at the party in Spider-Man. He wants to do these things, but... But he has to fight crime. He's got... He has... He has the means to do something better, and that's more important to him. It's more important, but he also has well, he has that that push. You don't you don't hear or by name Uncle Ben in this movie, which I'm happy for. It's like the same thing that we were talking about earlier it's with kind of uh, beat to death. with with Batman no, no, losing his parents, right? No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, they hint at it. They do hint at it, yeah. And we both like that. Mm. And another thing we both like is that they finally actually. Had a, a teenager play a teenager. Thank fucking and God. And they also dig at that in this movie too. But the other movies, like you don't know if it's a thirty year old man underneath <laughs> that. Scene. Yeah. It's a pretty good line. <laughs> it's so, it's so it. good. Yeah, it's a, it's a blatant just fuck you. Like it's, yeah, to the other movies. I'm I'm happy they did it, and I'm happy Sony finally got their shit together yeah. to be like, all right, we're fucking this up hard because they had a bunch of Sony leaks and all that stuff. Where it's fun for the people watching. When you can make fun of your own mistakes, yeah, you know, yeah, and and that they they are ridiculed horribly for, yes, and uh, and I'm glad they're learning for it now. If they just continue this, and I know they want to do their own thing with with, I think they're doing their own Venom movie, which I love. Like Venom's cool, to me. Venom's cool, yeah. But and you have Tom Hardy playing that character whenever that's going to happen, which is cool. 
but then they're also separating it. Like I heard that one of the quotes, I think from Amy Pascal, I want to say she's one of the people behind Sony. It's like it's in the same reality, but they're what not, the, but not together. in the same universe. So I don't know what the fuck that means. Hmm. Which fuck, it's dumb. Just just be collaborative with MC, the MCU because yeah. they've got up. something going on. Yeah. That being said, what did you think of of Tom Holland's performance? Now that we have the young guy, and he, now he's actually nineteen or he must have been eighteen when he was filming it. But what did you think of his performance? I think he did great. I mean, I think he hit the characters like right on the head of the nail. I mean. He did a good job. I think I think so too. I, I have to agree. I think he was a really good portrayal of, of Spider Man and, and Peter Parker. Um and it didn't, didn't he, seem like anything was forced when he was doing it. Like no, he, especially he, when he's balancing the responsibilities of being Spider Man and, you know, being a teenager, right? Yeah, he sells that quite nicely. And it's, and when he's a, it's a natural thing, you can relate to it. Everyone can relate to it. Everyone's had to make make choices, obviously not fucking go to the pool party with the hot chick <laughs> yeah. or you know, go and fight she's a crime. Senior. If anyone can get with <laughs> a senior. A senior. Yeah, it's Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really liked him. Peter, no Spider Man. <laughs> God damn it, Ned. God damn it, Ned. He was great too. <laughs> he was, he was a really good uh, a little sidekick. Um, he kind of the pissed me off. The man in a chair. <laughs> yeah, the man in a chair. He, he is. He's nothing like his uh, comic book counterpart. Which I don't know a huge, huge amount about, but. A little bit different from what I what I do know. Um, he kind of he was really good for comic relief at some points. Other parts they just kind of kept hitting it, kept hitting it, kept hitting it. Could have done it with a just a little bit off, a little a little less from him. But other than that, he did he did do a really good job. I think he did. I think it, he's yeah. going to be one of the breakup performer performances of the movie. Yeah. Um, the other guys, whoever played. Uh, Zendaya, I think she played Michelle. She was the one that flipping the bird off, and she's funny. Too. Yeah, she she had that. She always just had these like one liners. That dry sense of humor, very dry, which I like. <laughs> it was really so, good. Yeah, sometimes it's just one word, not even a whole line. She'd just be like, and this kind of uh, <laughs> fucking funny. It's like all it just kind of catches you off guard too for the, the type of movie it was. Why are you in detention? I don't. I don't need to be. I just like paint, like drawing. I, I just like woes. to draw people's woes. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's so good. Holds a picture up of the teacher. <laughs> that was good. And then yeah. she she waves to Peter when she gets to the homecoming, just flips him off. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That was my favorite part of hers. She's a savage. It's She's a, good. It's a good way to put it. Um, let's see who else. Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Aunt May, hipster Aunt May. Hipster, as you very like hipster. To call her. Yeah, hipster yeah. Aunt May for sure. They they went a different direction for her. I like how they, they I like that she wasn't like old as fuck and yeah and not like kind of apart. depressing and <laughs> she was good. Decrepit. They she had a good relationship with Tom Holland. They had some good chemistry. Had good chemistry. Um, she was fun. She, she was she was good. She has a good end end scene there. <laughs> that was fantastic. It kept the movie light, which I like. Yes. So and it, but it, she was able to be like like what the fuck? I can kind of see through your shit, Peter. What's going on? Uh, that that was nice. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see who we got. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. reprising his role yet again as Tony Stark. Yeah. Now you had said you could have done with a little less Tony Stark. Yeah, I think that was my initial reaction after like when we were still in the theater. Mm -hmm. No, I mean we didn't even get out. But I mean I like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And I like his character as Iron Man. I mean mm -hmm. like that's what people know him as now. Yeah. He's right. Pretty much. He's one of the same. He he is Tony Stark. Yeah. So I don't know. It it fit well. I think in the in more than the advertising, he's shown a lot more. In the movie, they they did only they used him for specific reasons. Like he wasn't overused. I think like he has the same amount of time that Happy 
has on screen, Happy Hogan, who's yeah. played by John Favreau, yeah. who's always who's always good. He, he's always good as as that character. <laughs> yeah, he plays, he plays the same character every time. <laughs> well, it's Happy, yeah, yeah, he's great. And then that bathroom scene at the end too, just that kid washing his hand, he's just that cold stare. <laughs> he's just standing awkwardly in the high school bathroom. Meet me in the bathroom, Peter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was good. Uh, so yeah, Robert Downey Jr. I think a lot of people are getting kind of sick of him. To be honest with you, because he's because he he is in it so much, and they keep kind of beating the shit out of his performances and stuff like that. But, yeah, well, I think you know, I think he's even getting sick of it a little bit. I think so as well. Yeah, because he's not doing any more Iron Man movies. He's just like that's I'll play Tony Stark in, in little supporting roles, in supporting yeah. roles in all these other MCU movies. So which it. which is going to help promote these other characters. But I mean, Spider Man doesn't need help promoting. No, and, and maybe in this universe to get to to. Because Spider-Man has such a bad rap now with Sony and how yeah. miserable they So it is. definitely helps in this movie. Especially for for selling that that Spider-Man is within the MCU. This isn't separate. He is there. He is a part of the Avengers. Like, he is a part of that, I guess, sort of semi a part of that team. Yeah. And so that get, I get why they did that, um, in the marketing at least. But I was glad with the use of him in the movie. They, they did. It was very much Peter Parker's story. It wasn't Tony Stark fucking... The sh- running the show, which yeah. he has that capability of in other movies that he's in, just stealing everything. Yeah, and every scene. Yeah, like maybe he wasn't you, like him as a character and his role wasn't overused. But I think like the whole time, you know, Peter's trying to get his approval and do this for Tony, that for Tony, and he's always trying to text Happy or call Happy. I need to talk to Tony. Tony has to come save him the first his first uh, interaction with the vulture. The vulture, yeah. You know. He just wasn't expecting that. Um, and Tony just he's always just there to save the day. Yeah. Which again that could be seen as a flaw. Again, it's that's that, probably the only thing. That it's that coming of age, right? It's that it's that father figure. Yeah. That that Peter kind of puts in Tony that he doesn't really have anymore. I think that's part of the character's development as well. And by the end of it, he really does. He's like, well, fuck, I I don't need you like i i can be my own thing i can do i can make my own choices yeah. i don't have to rely on you I've, i'm good i've proven <laughs> myself not to you but to myself yeah as as spider-man as peter parker not doing this because i want to impress Tony Stark. Yeah. because i want to be a part of the vendors and tony's like shit <laughs> like, well fuck that background I mean, I was god expecting damn that. <laughs> he actually made a very responsible decision yes. very mature decision he says fucking kids <laughs> Uh, and then, obviously, we touched briefly on Michael Keaton, yeah. who he is really good at as uh, as a vulture. I agree. Um, for for him, I'm glad what they did with this character. He had he's a, he's a hero in his own story. His motivations are for his family. What he thinks is doing is right. It's a means to an end. He feel like he was wronged. He feels he feels like he's a victim of the upper class yeah. that they're taking from him. Don't necessarily think that he's an evil villain. Like no, not not, not in his mind. He he almost it's almost like a like a Robin Hood. I don't know if they were going for that, but it feels like that a little bit more sinister. Obviously, for sinister. Like I'm not trying to make a jab for Sinister Six, <laughs> but a little bit more on on edge. He's a little bit more extreme in his actions because he is taking from the rich. He's taking from this unit yeah. and then giving it back. To make his profit on it, yeah, selling it, yeah, he's essentially he's not I mean, distributing it to the poor, but he's yeah. distributing it to the crime lords, yeah, to crime lords essentially, so he can make money. It's kind of weird because he's not really like doing a whole lot of crime except for 
stealing from the city. Yeah, he's, that's right? all he's doing. Like that's, I mean, he, all he does until he he straight up murders one of his henchmen. Fucking vaporizes a guy. Just Oof! <laughs> I thought that was the anti grab gun. Yeah, he's like, oops. Because <laughs> one his the, the first what do they call the shocker? Yes, it was, he, he has like a henchman. They call it the shocker. And that that guy's discount Tom Hardy. I forget his name, but he's yeah, he's discount Tom Hardy. <laughs> he's discount Tom yeah. Hardy. <laughs> Very shitty. Uh, that guy's also in uh, in Prometheus. Um, but yeah, he's but he kind of turns his back on the vulture, and he's like, oh, me, me, "Fuck you! I'm gonna rat you out because I know shit." And he's like, "You know what? I can't afford." Yeah. My Keaton's like, not today, motherfucker. Zap. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, I, and he turns to his other guy. He's like, all right, you're the shocker now. And he, yeah. he makes fun of the names because it's so, so fucking dumb. But did you notice, did you recognize that um, that glove that they're using as the shocker? Yeah. Um, you've seen it before? Because it looks like the same type of tech that uh, Crossbones wears in Civil War. He has like, the gauntlets that he's yeah. fighting Captain America with. Very similar stuff. Very similar stuff. So maybe like maybe the Tinkerer supplied crossbones with Wait, those gauntlets. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe. That's maybe, a cool maybe, little maybe. thing. So little tidbit. Well, Michael Keaton, he's he has that charisma, and he's just he he just he's just so captivating. I really like. I'm glad he's back because he had a little bit of a layoff before Birdman. Yeah. What part didn't you like about his character? Because I know there's one thing about his character's role. Yes. So. It's revealed that he's the father of Peter's love interest, Liz. Yes. That we've seen that before. And where we've seen it before isn't actually in Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> essentially, that's the, that's the closest comparison because, you, you know, it's, it's Green Goblin. It's Norman Osborn. It's the, the dad of a friend. Yeah, his best you know? friend, yeah. And we've seen that in almost every Spider-Man movie. I mean, I know that Spider-Man's villains, they all have... His better ones all have an actual connection to to Peter Parker. You know, you have the Norman Osborn. That's his best friend's father, who actually becomes his best friend eventually. You have Dr. Octopus in the second one, who is his professor that he looks up to. Yeah. Genius. Who goes fucking insane. <laughs> um, let's see. His other one. Um, fuck, what am I missing here? Obviously, you have from the, the third. From the third. Spider-Man. Yeah, who's... Uh, I mean, James uh, Franco becomes the Green Goblin. The Green there. Goblin, yeah. Um, Sandman and that one kills his uncle, but that's not really connected. But, it's real but um, Screw oh, and uh, Amazing Spider-Man. What was I thinking? Uh, same thing as Doctor Octopus. Essentially, you have Doctor Connors, Doctor Kurt Connors, who's an ally when he's human form, but when he turns all lizardy, he's, yeah, he's, he's one of the villains, right? Yeah. So we've seen that before, and you know, I, Liz Liz was supposed to be, I think, Liz Allen, like another one of Car- um, just Peter Parker's like love interests from the comics. Yeah. Um, she's, you know, she's the actress that plays it. She's fine and everything, but, you know, she's not Liz Toombs. This is Adrian Toombs. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing too special about her character. No, they're interacting. Yeah, yeah. Um, their interaction when he first meets, when, when Peter Parker shows up to it's, take her on, on homecoming, he just cannot break his stare from him. Yeah, because Peter Parker obviously knows who he is from their one previous interaction so far. Yeah. But Adrian doesn't know who Peter is. That's right. Because of the suit, obviously. Yeah. But then he ends up finding out because he's not he's not a slouch. He's no, not a he's dumb not an person. Idiot. So he ends well, up listening to his voice. Yeah, and then all and of Liz, Liz spoils it. She spoils it big time. Yeah. And you see him like he has this weird like his, his weird leathery grin and he's just looking back at him. It's a close up. He's looking back at him and his yeah, head in the air. And he's just grilling him in the car. So unsettling and 
that interaction just before he gets out of the car, he's like, "Fine, yeah, I'll kill you. I'll kill he you." Pulls a, he pulls a gun out. <laughs> yeah, but he has that certain respect for Peter at the same time because he he understands what he's doing. Yeah, but he wants Peter to be because he's not an evil dude. No, and you even see that in the post credit scene, you know, with with one, one another future villain. Uh, who, scorpion. The scorpion, yeah, Mac Gargan. He's only in it for briefly, but he he doesn't give. He knows his identity. He doesn't give up Peter's identity. Yeah, because the scorpion, they kind of cross paths in the, in the prison. In the prison. And he, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's well, something like, along the lines of, "I know is. that you know who Peter or who Spider Man is." Yeah, he's like, "I don't know shit." Yeah, if, he, like, if I knew, he'd already be dead. Yeah, if I knew, he'd already be dead. But I wouldn't be in here. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of cool. Yeah, so that good, that good end credit scene. I I really do like that, and like the fact that they didn't kill him off. Marvel, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have a tendency for just taking these great characters with historic backgrounds in the comics and just straight up murdering them. They've done that in Thor, um, ex- with the exception of Loki, you know, in the yeah. Thor of the Dark World. They did it with Iron Man. Uh, one with Obadiah Stane. Uh, with two, you have uh, Whiplash. With three, they fucking pull the rug on you with the Mandarin, but they kill <laughs> off Guy Pierce anyway. Yeah. Um, who else am I? Th- uh, fucking Captain America, Red Skull. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, I don't mind. Yeah, but I mean, Red Skull. That guy's like, he's a yin to yang of Captain America. You know, like he's a yeah. huge villain, not just it's, Captain it, America, but it to does. It does depend comics. on the. The character, I guess, but I mean, I guess we haven't really seen Red Skull. He might like be like, how still many alive. bad guys are you gonna fucking keep around? You know what I mean? I I guess. But I mean, if you're not gonna have any consequences to them being around, like, how many good guys are you gonna keep around? They haven't well, done shit. To well, that's also my biggest fucking problem with all superhero movies: is fucking kill someone. <laughs> oh, that's true. There's there's no you don't feel like there's no like stake, right? Yeah, there's. You, you see them get the shit kicked out of them. They're all like. A, I hate using the word predictable, but they're all kind of predictable. It's kind of, you know, the same thing. Oh, some shit happens. Oh, yeah. the bad guy gets fucking killed or locked up in jail mm. because the good guy's better than him. Yeah, of course. Problem solved. We have to have that. But there's that no threat. Hollywood ending. Yeah. there's. I feel like there's no real threat from majority of the bad guys. Because, I mean, like this one, Michael Keating kills the one guy. And yeah. it's, you know, an accident slash joke. He plays it off as an accident. Still pretty vicious. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there's no threat to the public. In, in his case, we like that he's not an evil guy. So, you can kind this of, is a bad example for me yeah. because we like the movie. We like he's, that he's not, like, this evil, vicious dude. But... I like that he can be... That he can have that, that mutual respect for Spider-Man but still want to fuck his day up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Still and have that, that edge. Well, because yeah. he's threatening. He's essentially, essentially, Spider-Man to him is threatening his family. In a way. Yeah, that's what. That's like, how he reads it. If you put me in jail, my daughter, my wife are yeah. screwed because yeah. these millions of dollars that I'm getting. That's right. Whatever you figured out. So uh, we talked about the, the actors and, and the plot a little bit there. What What were your favorite parts of the movie? What sequences did you really like? Um. Well, <laughs> When for when Peter first comes into uh, his bedroom yeah. and Ned's already sitting there, when Ned finds <laughs> out that he's Spider-Man, that's hilarious. It's it's just a short little funny scene. Mm-hmm. Everyone enjoys that. Um, I'll, I'll interject right there. One <laughs> one thing that I didn't like about that scene is that he just leaves his costume on the floor, 
and like the mask on the floor when Aunt May walks in. And he just has oh, his boxers. Okay. Well, well just I, kinda, I didn't notice kinda, that he, it was on the. He pops his little his little, his little center chest, thing, chest yeah. thing, and it kind of deflates, right? Okay. <laughs> and you can just he. Don't, I don't think he kicks it away or anything, but it's it's just kind of laying there. So yeah, she doesn't look down at all. I thought that was kind of was like kind of is that an error? I don't but, know. Yeah, but. who knows? <laughs> um, another scene when Peter goes to the sandwich shop. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> also funny for the first time when as Peter Parker not a Spider Man. And the guy, I can't remember his name, but he kind of like. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's, 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 he makes a fucking. A joke about, joke about hot, Aunt May hot being Aunt May. sexy Italian or whatever. And then <laughs> Peter, he, and he says it in Italian, and then Peter answers him in Italian and something about his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he's like, how's your daughter? Also funny. Uh, but I think my favorite scene is probably um, the car scene. The, oh, with, with Michael well, Keaton? On, on the way to the prom, just oh, yeah. because of the interaction, the interaction between the two characters. That's you know, there's no action or anything, but, you know, there's a lot is being revealed. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it starts off the, the final kind of countdown, right. yeah, if you yeah. want to call it that. Final countdown! <laughs> uh, I like, yeah, there's a ton of beats that I really liked. I liked his opening scene when he's just kind of doing little knick-knack fucking crime fighting. Yeah. Saves the bike and, like, or sa- steals. Saves or, the bike. Oh, can't speak. Yeah, he he gets a <laughs> Grand Theft bicycle. Um, oh, what I really like, they he leaves notes everywhere. And that's that's classic, you know. Your, your yeah. friendly neighborhood Spider Man, yeah. or like, um, <laughs> if this bike doesn't belong to you, please don't steal it. Please don't steal it. <laughs> yeah. Is this your bike? Is this your bike? He webs up the vulture at the end. He leaves a note on him. Uh, Sorry about the plane. Yeah. <laughs> There's that vulture guy from Spider Man, and he's always kind of leaving notes for. Uh, Tony and Happy and yeah, whoever. Uh, I really liked um, his the fairy scene was cool, albeit unrealistic for sure. We, we know guys like the physics were kind of fucked up because that boat yeah. would be fucking at the bottom yeah. of that river. It would, yeah, it would not stick together no matter what Tony Stark did. He'd have to get from the bottom of that, <laughs> and that's not just gonna be a little bit of welding here and there. Yeah, but that was cool. He's he's finally figuring out like his webs and his suits and stuff. How to how to fight the vulture and. Yeah, that's, that's where you meet like a little bit of a hint. They don't shove it down your throat, but give you a little hint of the scorpion. You know, scorpion. not not in the suit, but the guy who's going to eventually they yeah. they hint that he's going to become that. You see the tad on his neck, and that's when he gets arrested. He they 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 put the seed in. They don't water it. They just put the seed in, yeah. and be like, this guy. You see his motivations. Cause Most he, people probably wouldn't even know unless they saw the mid credit scene, or unless they're like, do that, you know, or if they know MC the guys. Fans. Yeah, they know the name. It's yeah. not even the MCU. If you, if you know the, the character name, Mac Gargan. Yeah. Like that's, and this gives you the motivation because in the comics and stuff like that, he hates Peter Parker. He blames Peter Parker for all his kind of wrong doings. He, he's an experiment gone wrong. He gets stuck in the scorpion suit. Um, he's like a private eye for J. Jonas Jameson, who's part of the Daily Bugle, who was, again, wasn't in this movie, which is fine. He's a fucking teenager, guys. You can kind of see that he doesn't have a job with the fucking newspaper. Being give Spider-Man's it, photographer, yeah, Christ, give it a while. Yeah, that'll get they, there. They kind of just introduce Spider-Man to everyone. Exactly, movie, right? And how how can you whip out a J. Jonas, a J. Jonas Jameson after that fantastic performance? And all three of them from our boy um, uh, J.K. Simmons. He was. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're <laughs> he, serious. <laughs> he's so good. He is. He is. J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah, he is. He was awesome at, so at the funny. original trilogy. He was so good. Yeah, he's so good. I really wish he would come back. I he just was... love the love the gif 
of him like laughing, and he's like, "You serious?" Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the the head laugh, yeah, tilted back, the full body. Uh, yeah. You're serious. So yeah, I, I get cool. that why he wasn't there, but uh, yeah, the fairy scene was cool. Um, his his getting to know even his interaction with his suits AI Karen who was voiced surprisingly by Jennifer Connelly, who, who in real life is married to, uh, what's his face? What's his face? He plays the vision. Paul Bettany. That's it. He plays the vision in this, who was also before he was the vision. He was Tony Stark's AI. So now Jennifer okay. Connelly is Karen. the AI Karen yeah. for Spider-Man, who they might do something. I think she might become, I forget what the character's name is. She may become something else. I don't know. They, they hinted at something. Hinted something. But yeah, that's, and yes. they have they have a good all, back and all forth. All their too. interactions are pretty funny. When he's first figuring out the actual suit, the suit. instant kill. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, turn that off. Oh, Karen, suit lady, why do you keep doing that? Yeah. Turn that off. And then finally names her Karen. Yeah, <laughs> that was it's really good. good. It's funny. They have a good interaction. He's learning how to use his webs in the uh, the damage control um, safe, pretty much that mm-hmm. safe room, the the storage yeah. facility. Yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, how long have we been oh, here for? Uh, Twenty seven minutes. Thirty seven yeah, minutes. What? Minutes. She's like, what? We need to get out of here. Actually, it looks like they've had this really heartwarming getting to know each other for hours. Yeah, it like he's been there overnight. <laughs> that, uh, which leads to the big uh, Washington D.C. Uh, elevator um, rescue, which is really cool. You see him; he's he's climbing up, he's climbing up, he's climbing up. You have that juxtaposition. I think I'm using that right. Of the, the like the inside the elevator, everything is gonna be fine. You don't have to worry. <laughs> they are in imminent danger. Yeah. <laughs> that back and forth. Yeah, that's so funny. That <laughs> our security systems are totally safe and secure. Yeah. All all security systems are offline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy in the elevator. So fucking funny. We're gonna be fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man's like trying to climb up the Washington Monument. Is it? Yeah. And yeah, he's like flying up, and then Karen's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in imminent danger. <laughs> you need to go. It's so so funny. He gets to the top, and and you actually see, you know, he's early on in his career because he's still scared of heights. Yeah, he's been working out of Queens, and there's not a whole lot of buildings in Queens. Apparently, I've no, never been not, to New York City. Not so. a lot of tall buildings. So well, he's t- Queens is kind of a poor or poorer ish. I have no middle, idea. Middle to lower class spot in New York, so there's not a whole lot of the skyscrapers, yeah. and it's no Manhattan. Yeah. So that um, that would uh, hopefully that'll come in the next movie. He's at the top of the Washington Monument. <laughs> you know, they say his parachute hasn't been fucking reinstalled. Uh, yeah, so he's looking down. He's like, "Oh shit, I've never been this high before." God damn. And so I, I kind of like that though. It was refreshing because you see in the first one, he just gives it right. Yeah, like Tony Virus usually, is just fucking like, flying. Yeah, usually superheroes just don't give a fuck. So it's but nice he's, that he's there's kind of that human <laughs> element to it. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, what the hell am I doing?" But he he realizes that he still has to save the day. Yeah. What are you and, do? and he does. He does the whole saving them with the webs at the last second, which is really cool. And then he had that that kind of throwback to, um, you know, like, now's your chance, Peter. Kiss her. <laughs> He's hanging upside down before this web snaps. Yeah. That's a, that's a callback to, again, the Spider-Man the one. First one, yeah. yeah. That was really good. Uh, the final scene with him and, and Vulture, that was cool. His, his big suit. Yeah, the final... Yeah. Vulture suit is cool in general. Like even when it's not like the final suit. Oh fuck! In like, the comics, it's, it's it, awesome because he like he uses the wings and like the feathers on the wings to like cut shit. Cut shit, and he also uses it to block bullets, block which bullets. is kind of like it's it's same the same way that the Falcon does with his with his suit. He did that more in Civil War. Yeah. He's blocking bullets using it as a shield and stuff. 
which is which is cool. Keep that within the same like tactics yeah. type thing. You know, if you have that kind of suit. On the vulture, honestly, in the comics, like his his suit's fucking stupid. Like yeah. it's, just, it's like green tights and a, and a feather feather. You know, he doesn't. Depending on the universe, like the, yeah. I'm talking about the original old old guy vulture, not the eventually in the different uh, comic book streams, but this one's cool. It fits the universe that they've built with the tech being the main um, source of a lot of these this equipment. If you're non super. You know, if your Iron Man's and your your Falcons, or you know, you have your cap shields, stuff like that. That was that was really cool. And he, like Peter, gets the absolute shit kicked out of him. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he doesn't really stand a chance. It's actually the vulture that fucks himself over. It's his, his pride, essentially, and his his greediness that that overcomes him. But Spider Man, he, he he does save him from the fire and stuff like that and all yeah. that stuff. Good guy. That, yeah, good guy, Spidey. Good guy. Friendly neighborhood. Good Spider-Man. guy, Pete. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, we get a little hint at what could be future, which maybe they might whip it out for Infinity War, but Tony makes a version of the Iron Spider suit. Oh, the Iron Spider suit looks so cool. Uh, and if you know from the comics, he gets that introduced to him after he unmasks the public in the Civil War comics, and Tony gives him this suit, and it's, it's kind of weird. It, he only has, like, three metal arms that come out of it, which... You'd think there'd be a, a fourth, you know, so yeah. to make it the eight. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever, that's not here there. But the, but on screen, it like it's armored. It looks really it cool looks just awesome. standing there. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, boy, it looks so cool. I'm, th- I'm yeah, looking I'm at like, it. Take it, motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. But it's just a little tease, like, oh, he could end up in that. Especially yeah. when you have Thanos coming, looming over in the, in the MCU, coming to Earth. So he might suit up. He's going to need some some actual armor because he's going to, otherwise he's just going to get fucking obliterated, even though he's super strong. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out was um, when he gets when the vulture kind of drops a building on him, he gets stuck in the rubble. That's taken I forget which comic specifically, but that's taken from one of the comics right pretty much right off the pages where he's he's stuck in the rubble and he's trying to push his way out. And again, it brings me back to how I really like Tom Holland in this because he he sees he looks down and he sees like that iconic image of the half Peter Parker half Spider Man reflection. And that is iconic with the characters. Well, you see that in a lot of comic book frames. And then when he's trying to lift himself, he you, you feel this panic. He portrays this panic and this pain and this claustrophobic feeling. Like he's, he, he here really start to freak the fuck out. Yeah. Which really sells it. And it makes you as a viewer is like, oh, shit, he's, he's actually stuck there. <laughs> he's actually stuck. He's, <laughs> he's struggling. Like, he's really struggling. And he sells it really well. And he, and he finally, like... Yeah. Does his Turkish get up? <laughs> yeah. Instead of just like, oh, he's gonna get out. Type yeah. Thing. You're kind of like, oh fuck, maybe not. Like, maybe, like, is he gonna get you're some like, help here? Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Maybe like, where's Iron Man? Where's the guy in the chair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man in the chair. Where, is Ned. Tony Stark gonna come? Yeah. Where no, the hell you he, at, dude? He didn't help him that yeah. time. Nope. He just uh, kind of went to Spidey Beast mode and got himself and out. Got and got himself. He just pulled pulled it out of his yeah. ass and yeah. got it done. Did the whole superhero thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing that's. Um, maybe they'll touch on uh, in future, um, you know, in sequels or whenever he sh- shows up next in other Marvel movies. Um, maybe a little bit more emphasis with regards to his spider sense. Yeah, they never really touch on it. At all. They don't. They they touch on it in the in Civil War when he's talking to Tony Stark in his room, where he's like, um, "I'm wearing these goggles because I get uh, it's like a sensory overload, so this helps me kind of focus." And that's kind of cool. I, I like that. But they don't really mention that at all no. in this one. Uh, it's more ma- mainly like fucking around with the suit and how like technologically advanced it is. But 
he he does jump around. And he's getting he's dodging these attacks from like the vulture and stuff like that. But it'd be cool to at least hint at it that he's foreseeing these attacks. Yeah, especially for like the new people. It, yeah, you know, like I get that you know it's better when you should know this. But if you do know this, I kind of want I kind of want to be shown it a little bit too. Or at least in this universe, I want to. Cause you see it right off the bat, you hear like that little whang, the yeah. original Spider-Man. That you, it's it gives you it's your auditory cue that it's happening. Just, just you don't even need to be that blatant with it. Just give us a little something next time yeah. that shows that like oh it's there for sure it's there, not just retractable like eye lenses, you know. My spidey senses are tingling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be as blatant as that, but it'd be, it'd be but cool do something like that. Yeah, I did really like the web shooters. I was like re- recharging and stuff. Like he, he just pops out, puts in the new cartridge. Yeah. One thing I kind of miss about the old Spider-Man is just physically being able to shoot the webs. The organic webs. I mean, again, they both happen in the comics. Yeah. If you like watch like the animated uh, cartoon, he has the web shooters. I I like that he's the one that develops it. Yeah, like he makes his own. He makes uh, his fluid. He's fluid for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. So I mean, I like that how he's resourceful and it's not just relying on Tony Stark. Oh, he's not relying on Tony Stark. He's not relying on like just phys- like his own like yeah. weird gunk stuff that shoots out of his wrists. <laughs> I like that he, he develops it himself and and it makes Except it his own. He's the smartest kid in the school. He is. I mean, it's he's Peter Parker. He's, much he's not. He, he. I mean, everyone's a genius in the MC or the yeah. Marvel comics, but he actually is. He's you know he's one with Tony Stark. He's in the comics. You know he's with Reed Richards. He's a good friend of the you know, Fantastic Four and stuff like that. He's a smart guy, and I, I like if they played that up a little bit more, which they did with obviously much of so. They do, yeah. That was that was cool. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What was the name of that shitty kid who who steals his Audi? Oh, uh, that's that's the new version. This is this generation's Flash Thompson. Yeah. So Flash, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's this this brown kid. He's he's like a, a rich, just a piece of shit, entitled little asshole. Just a hater. Yeah. It's just so they they modernize him because in like when he's first introduced, he's this he's this football jock asshole because. Peter's a nerd, yeah. so he just t- picks on him for that reason. But this is the kind of updated. He's a DJ. DJ Penis Parker. Penis Parker. Which, uh, uh, are you at the party? Where Penis Parker go? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like that. I was just kind of dumb. But it's, yeah. it, again, they're fucking high school kids. They're gonna have dumb, stupid shit. Yeah, like you that. have to have that immature kind of differences. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But he's also a nerd too. He's part of the. Oh, yeah, uh, well, they're, they're all they're all smart because they, yeah. they they hammer home that because this is Midtown High, again iconic for Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, it's for really intelligent. You know, sci- it's a science school. It's really intelligent class, like uh, um, in general, student Never, body. Yeah. You know, they're they all they they mentioned it actually in this movie that you know they pretty much got their their lives planned out for them. You know, where they're gonna go? And yeah, where are you gonna go? They're gonna go to probably a really good school because they're, they're oh all no, I already really have the, the Stark internship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, one final thing from again a little uh, a little wink and a nod. You have uh, Childish Gambino, who is um, what's that? What's the actor's name? Uh, Donald Glover. Uh, he plays Aaron Davis in this. It's kind of like a burnout, um, like petty. He's just thief. a criminal. Yeah, he's, he's trying to. He's criminal. introduced because he's trying to buy weapons. Just for a basic stick up. Just I don't want to blow up the building. The originals. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah, both shockers. They're both there. But he he also respects Peter when he when he first meets him and he and he hints that he's like I, you know what I don't really like these yeah, after interrogation yeah, mode that's so funny you're not really good at this yeah <laughs> is this your first time kid yeah I'm a, I'm a man oh, man 
give me all your information. But he doesn't want those weapons. That's why he kind of gives up uh, Vulture and stuff like that. He also he mentions that you know his his character's name is Aaron Davis. He mentions that he has a nephew who lives, in, who the lives in the neighborhood. And he doesn't and that, want those kind of weapons, weapons in, you know. in the neighborhood. Super dangerous. Obviously, he just wanted a pistol. And so you hear that. And if you know the source material in the Ultimate version of Spider Man. His nephew is Miles Morales, who is a Spider-Man, who is he's a black Spider-Man. That's what it is. He, he, he's, he looks up to Peter Parker before in the comics before he dies and takes over the mantle of Spider-Man. He gets bit by his own spider and you know, becomes, you know, he becomes his hero. Yeah. So that, that little tidbit is like, ooh, cool. Aaron Davis, he's, he's, his comic character I should get back to is known as the Prowler. So again, just another side character fun fact. Um, this movie, it was made for about $175 million. Cha-ching. James, do you think a Spider-Man movie made that money back? Uh, hmm. Let me check with my sources here. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, their sources, yeah. okay. they check out. Yeah, I agree. Domestically alone, it made $130 million, And I think as of... That as was of the, the first weekend? That was just the weekend, $130 million, which yeah. is more than some movies Domestically, make. which is nonsense. Ever. Right, you know, yeah, actually crazy. a lot of movies make ever, but yeah. that's, that's good. And as a whole, over the weekend, I think it's already at like, what did, you, what did we read on Wikipedia as of right now? 280 or something retarded something like that? It was insane. Million. Yeah. It, it's, it's a huge number. It hasn't even been out for a week yet. I think it'll probably eventually, it's going to cross 500 mil easy. Oh, yeah. It's going to cross 700 mil. It'll, it may, it might get, a might billion. get a billion. That, I mean, again, that's pushing it because of, you know, like previous Spider-Man. But it's. I feel like it will. I think Spider-Man is going to sell, especially if you make finally a good Spider-Man movie with yeah. a good cast, a decent story, a coming of age. Hey, you know, yes. And then the word of mouth gets out from anyone that was hesitant. Boom, they're going to see it. Yeah, I've already seen this movie twice. Yeah, it's been there's out a lot of people days. that are going to kind of be skeptical based on the other Spider-Man movies, but then people who go and see it are going to come out and be like, yes, boom, best Spider-Man movie. Go see it. Yeah, don't hesitate. Now, Spend the fourteen dollars at your local theater. Yeah. Uh, get raped yeah, by an eight dollar Pepsi. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, just got you. And that's for a small. Yeah, yeah. Small <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're talking like two hundred and fifty milliliters here. Yeah. All in all, <laughs> we really like this movie. Oh, I really like this movie. It's you really like movie. this movie. Yeah. As I said, I saw and it I'm twice not a, already. I'm not a big superhero guy, no. so it's not always easy to win me over for the superhero movies. I understand. With a lot of them that I'm not a huge fan of, but I understand why people love them. And, you know, yeah. I, essentially, there's a cult of people who are just like a superhero. And, you know, you get the MC and the DC. Mm. There's always a clash. Some people like both. Yeah, and you're going to have fanboys on our side. But, but it is a good movie. For, for this, like I'm happy they're they're going somewhere. They have a vision now. They have, they, as long as they, Sony, please don't fuck up this character. Sony, anymore. if you're listening. Yeah, please, God, just listen to what Kevin Feige is saying. He has an idea of where these characters are going. And just just stick to that. Let Stick to the plan. You know, just <laughs> get as much help from them as possible. Don't do things by yourself. Yeah. Get help. You needed it. It paid off for this movie, obviously. So do it again. Recreate that. And you have... You know, you did something, you did a lot of things right with this movie. You've opened the door to a few things that you can do differently. There's things that you can add in the next one. Now that you have this base, it wasn't just your basic origin story. It was a little bit more, more smart than that. You know, you give the audience a little bit more credit for what they already knew going into it. Yeah. 
good. Now you have such a good, strong base. You can use those visuals going into it with him swinging around Manhattan, have his spider sense, maybe have his, maybe have an internship at, at Daily Bugle next time. You've planted the seed for a future potential villain that we haven't seen again on screen before. Vulture, yeah. we've never seen before. Nope. Scorpion, we Scorpion, haven't seen, nope. seen before. You, you've built something so right, and you've, you did everything within the first movie without overextending yourself for future installments. Boom. Yeah, whatever formula you used, use the same formula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't fuck it up. So, Because I don't want to have to hate another Spider-Man movie. <laughs> no, like, as I said, I'm a huge fanboy. I have yeah. his poster on my wall. I'm happy with this movie. It, yeah, I was good. happy they didn't crush and break my fucking heart. They just filled it with joy. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. So, so happy. happy. So that was Spider-Man Homecoming, guys. I do go see it in theaters. Yeah, definitely see it in theaters. And uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, before we get to all our information, next week we saw a preview for this at the beginning of this one. Do you know which one that was? We're, I know, we're doing this one next week. Hopefully it'll be The out. War of the Planet of the Apes. I think that's what it's called. War for the Planet of the Apes? War of the War of the Apes. It's the it's the, the it's trilogy the new movie. Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, and there's a war. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and it's monkeys with shotguns and apes with giant machine guns. And we're excited because and Woody Harrelson, baby, Woody, my boy. <laughs> but we're excited. We both like the other two movies. Yep. Um. So we're excited. We're on a good uh, we're on a good stretch right now. We're hoping for some good movies. We're we're going up, guys. You can't see us right now, but we're going up. We're scaling up. Yeah, you'll be excited. Um, yeah but uh for real we're happy to be doing some good movies movies that we enjoy movies that lots of other people hopefully enjoy as well yep and uh yeah hopefully the positiveness rubs off and they they the only theater gets their shit together (laughs) we want to rub you off (laughs) with our positive (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Uh, so next week again, we'll we'll talk about War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, we'll give a break, uh, a brief breakdown of the previous first two. So you got the Rise of the Planet of the Apes with James Franco. The second one you had uh, was it? Uh, uh, what was it called? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That was cool. That was a good movie. And now we got the third one. So War, War. It's full on War. It's that. been building up. It's gonna be fucking cool. I think the CGI looks phenomenal. Yeah, it does look really good. Jen is doing a quick fact check. While he's doing we're that, guys, we're just gonna confirm the actual name. <laughs> so we're done. While he's doing that, guys, you can catch me on Twitter. I'm at Christoph Godden. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Christopher Gods. And you can get hit us up on our uh, show email. Oh my God, audio at gmail.com. James, what's the name of that movie? It is War for the Planet of the Apes. Boom! You're welcome. Boom. So it. we got that out of the way. Yep. Um, you can find me. Uh, at Mackay J fourteen. That's right. That is correct mm-hmm. on Twitter, and my Instagram is also similar. Mackay J ninety one. There it is. Very similar. Different numbers. I do that a lot, so <laughs> that's why I'm usually confused when I can't remember my own. That's okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> put it in the show notes. You can find it there in the episode description, which you can find on iTunes. Yes, we're on iTunes. You can search Armchair Reviews. <laughs> Um, you can search for us on SoundCloud as well, soundcloud.com. Yep. Those are our homes. Slash armchair-reviews. And, you know, on your favorite podcast app, we're there. You can find us, take us yep. on the road, share, like, Listen comment. Listen to us at work. 
anywhere world. while you're doing chores. While you're pooping. Well, I mean, that's up to you. I mean, you, could, you could do that. Yeah, it's like we're in the room with you. I won't judge. We're not going to help you wipe. <laughs> nope. But we will encourage you. Scrunch or fold. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you like to do. But yeah. Like us. Share us. Tweet us. Retweet us. All that good Facebook stuff. Facebook us. Why not? Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell people you hate. Same price. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening once again. This was episode six of Armchair Reviews with Chris and James. Always a pleasure, folks. See ya. See ya, guys.